It says, the sower sows the word, and these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown into their hearts. This likewise are the ones sown in the stony ground. When they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and they have no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time. Afterwards, when, af- afterward, after wor- words, when tribulation or persecution arises from the word's sake, immediately they stumble. Now these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word, and, they, and, and the cares of the world, talked a little bit about that this morning, the cares of the world, the, deceitful, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But there are the ones sown on good ground, those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. Father, I thank you for this word tonight, and I thank you, Father, for this, this house that's going to become a, 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 just a, a disciple-making house. And Father, I pray, Lord, give us, give us great vision as we go into 2024, Father, a great vision for the harvest, Lord, and Lord, in making disciples, and, and Lord, even, even in that, even in the Great Commission, in going, Father, that we would go proclaiming your word until you return. Father, I thank you tonight for that in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. Well, I guess the best way to do this illustration, I need some volunteers tonight. Can I get some volunteers? Mejia, come on up here. Amanda, come on up here. Come on, Gracia. Come on up here. Ryan, get up here. Bring, bring Sarah, you want to help out? You, no, you're new tonight. You can just sit and listen. I won't put you on the spot. So you guys come up here on stage real quick. So, um, so let's see. You spread out, spread out, spread out. So, so let's see, three. So let's... Um, Okay, so, so we're gonna we're gonna start with. Um, trade spots. With him. So here we go. Which which one we got? So you guys spread out where everybody can see. I know that marker's pretty strong, isn't it? So don't, don't, be, sniffing the, don't be sniffing the marker. I mean, it, it is. It's in my pocket, and I can smell it. I don't, I mean, like, whoo. So last week, we talked about this. And so now, uh, I need one more volunteer. Jesse, you jumping up? Okay. So go, go, um, go stand by the door. Take that, take that with you. Because that's not where you're at, brother. And but but I, I wanna I wanna start with something. So last week we talked about we talked about discipleship. Now, does anybody know where what 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 the E stood for? Last week we we were we went through these these four steps, these four stages, and the first stage for a person coming into Christianity was what? Exploring. So so we have somebody, we have Ryan here, that he's basically exploring God. He's come to church. He's been in church maybe a few times. He's talked to a few of his friends at school, maybe work, college. And he's exploring the possibilities of, of, uh, of maybe going to church. Now, um, now, if you remember correctly, on my flip chart last week, not my flip chart, but the marker board, that in between this spot and this spot, there was something that was here. Does anybody remember what that was? That there was a cross right here. 
So, so I want you to see this, that, you know, this is the phase, honestly, when people come into, when they come into an understanding of Christianity, or, or you know, they start in this, this place. They start in this place of exploring God. And then, because we're, we're going to move people, but yeah, I want you to see something real quick, because, you know, th- there, are, there are these four groups of people, but, you know, oftentimes we, we don't focus or ever really necessarily think about the ones that are really far away from God. Because there's a whole other group of people. We're talking about even here right now church people. Because there are people that will come into the house of God and they're not saved. They're coming in, they're, they're, they're hearing the word. You know, I don't know if anybody's ever been in a meeting where someone gets up where they've, where they've been in church for a very long time. And, you know, they could, I've seen an older guy one time answer the altar call. And he had been in church years, years, years. He had, he had come in, he had heard the word of God preached, he had, he, you know, he, you know he, he had been a part of things and helped, you know, helped in a variety of areas, but he had never given his heart to the Lord. So you please understand, there are people that will be in church, there will be people in your life that are just in that place of exploring God, that they've never come to the place of salvation yet. Now last week we talked about some, some general truths. I don't know if you guys remember this or not. But to go from one place to another place, there are truths or revelations that a person has to walk in or have. You guys follow me so far? And that first truth that we talked about, let's go, let's go, let's look at Gratia. Does anybody remember what the B was? Let's start here. What's that? Beginning or believing in God. So we have the, the two Bs. It could be believing God or beginning in God. But what happens, there are truths that line up that take person from one place to another. You know, so right here, he's exploring God. Salvation, right? Salvation now moves that person into an area where they now begin to believe in God. This simple truth right here, though, is, is something every believer has to come to realize they can't do it on their own. They can't do it on their own because a lot of times what happens is, you know, I'm hearing about God, I'm learning about God, I I think I understand who God is, but I'm messing up all the time. I, I, you know, I need God in my life, but I keep messing up. This simple truth right here is that you have to understand that you can't do it on your own. You need God. You need God. You need salvation. You guys follow me so far? So, So this simple truth that you have to understand is the grace of God. God's grace is sufficient. This is what will take you into true discipleship, what it means to be a disciple of Christ. Now, Drake, I know, I know you're over there hanging out. You can come over here and sit down if you want. I have you stand against the wall. But my point is, is that in church, this is what you're dealing with. So, in, you know, in, in church, this is ultimately what, what we're looking at. You guys, can you guys, you guys got the picture of all this over here? Look at you guys, all, you know. You go over there... You guys are funny. Get back over here and stand over here. You guys are going to mess up my presentation. Quit. So, so you guys understand that this is, th- this is the phase of, of what real discipleship looks like. And you think, well, isn't discipleship easy? Guys, listen, if it, w- if, if, if it was easy, we would have hundreds and hundreds of people in this house. We would all have 5 and 10 and 20 and 30, and we would all have different and, and multiple life groups. And I know this is a church that invites. I know this is a, this is a church where people get involved, and you, know, and you guys are part of life groups, and you're, and you're doing things like that. So, Gracia here, let's back. So, she's believing God, right? So, we got this simple truth. Understand, it's the grace. 
You have to have a revelation of grace. I can't do it on my own. God's grace is sufficient. And you move into this, this, this place after salvation where you begin to believe God. I believe God. I see God. That simple truth is God's, God's word and God's authority. I see God's word as truth. I'm saved. I'm blood bought. You know, and listen, a lot of people can get stuck right here. Well, I've said that prayer. Why am I not growing? Why am I not growing? A lot of times it's because a lot of people don't step into the realm or they don't step into the, 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 uh, the place of being, uh, being discipled or they don't step into that place of learning about God. Now, you can believe in God but never learn about God. You guys with me? Because, you know, because I, I, you know, I believed in God. When, you know, even before I got saved, I believed in God. But once salvation came, I began to understand everything about God's grace. You know, God's grace was, was sufficient. It was something that I learned very early on. That you know, I can't do this. I can't. You know, as much as I'm trying to get this out of my life, I knew that I needed God's grace. I knew. Life and whether or not it grows. So that's with any word in the scripture. It could be a word concerning uh, faith. It could be a word concerning our healing, uh, restoration, the love of God, giving up anger, trusting in him. It could be uh, any, any word. It's not just the word itself, like the whole Bible. People don't get up and just like preach the whole Bible. They preach a word, and that word is to increase us in our faith in that area. And so when the word is preached, then there's that moment of, am I going to receive it or not? So you have the enemy, yes, God's showing us this is what the enemy tries to do. But then you also have the, the factor of the heart, the human heart. And can you, ch can you change the heart? Yes, you actually can change the heart if you're wise. And if you understand this parable, you can actually change the heart because it's a warning. This is a warning. So when he says that if you have ears, then let them hear. If you have eyes, then let them perceive what's going on. Don't allow the, the issues of pride to get in the way and, and you like buck the whole idea because you, you don't like what he's saying. And so he's saying if you have ears, then listen to what is being said. The heart, what he's saying, put your hand out. You're going you're gonna to represent, uh, this is the, the path that, that is level, the, the path that's, that everybody travels. So it's the, the seed gets sown along the path. And everybody goes that way, and the birds come, and they eat the seed that was thrown onto the path. The path is the place where everybody walks, and it gets trampled. And so it's, there's no seed left because the enemy comes in and steals the seed. And then there's the stony. You're going you're gonna to have a fist, stony heart. There's uh, the thorny. How do you want to be thorny? Okay, that's thorny, and then you've got fruit. Here, you hold that. That's your fruit. So... She's the, the one that's actually bearing fruit. All of these other three, they may have something coming up. Even, even the, the thorny heart, it says that they, they actually receive it. They receive the, the, um, the seed, the word, but the thorns choke it out. They, they choke out the seed or the plant. Or it actually, it talks about how there's no fruit that grows from it. So it can look like there's a plant there, but it's not producing anything. Have you ever seen people that are planted in church, but they're not really producing anything? 
nothing's coming out of their life from one year, two years, three years, there's, no, there's no change. There's no difference. And it's typically because the word is not coming into their heart and the word is not allowed, not because of God, but because of our heart, the condition of our heart. We're allowing the, the deceitfulness of all the, the worries and the anxieties and all of the stuff of life to choke it out. Now, there might be a plant there. They might still be rooted. They might be in, in place, but they're not bearing fruit. And then the stony heart, they receive it with joy. Hallelujah. Praise God, I received that. Hallelujah. And then I'm going to go out, and then I lose it because the, the rocks, it's shallow. There's not any depth. Now, I've received it, but as soon as I go out, and it says that the enemy will, will throw something in there to because of persecution of the word, that he knows what's been preached to you. So as soon as you leave, he's going to try, to try to throw something in there to get your mind off of that word, to divert your mind, to divert your heart away from what has just been received. Whether it's through a phone call, whether it's through uh, somebody calling you up, a situation, news, uh, somebody else's mood, somebody cuts you off in traffic, and then you, you lose the word and you're not allowing it to meditate. You're not allowing it to, to bear fruit in your heart. You've got to protect it. So he's saying if you don't understand this, then you won't understand to guard the seed that's been sown in your heart at all times. And if you don't realize that you've got to actively guard that seed, that word, then you'll just think that, well, that person just did this, or I just got this phone call, or this is going on. It's not a big deal. In fact, even in a church service, people get words so, or not so, but stolen out of their lives right in the middle of a church service by distractions. By, and, and when I understood and I learned this years ago, I realized I am responsible for the word. I'm responsible for the word being preached, which means I have to focus in and not allow someone else's uh, going to the bathroom 15 times to distract me where I can't, I can't get a hold of what's being preached in the word. But if you don't understand that, you'll allow every little distraction, like a two-year-old, oh, what are they doing, you know, and, and, and you're, you're off. And next thing you know, uh, something that you needed was preached and you didn't even realize it. The very thing that you needed was was said but you missed it and so we've got to, and if we're matured then we'll also realize that and we will know to cause less distractions in a service as well the word could be preached and you could be like daydreaming you could be zoning out you could be on your phone you could be like doing other things and not even in the word is right there in front of you and it won't bear any fruit but here's the interesting part. Many people will leave that service and go, oh, yeah, pastors preached that before. I, I, I know that. I know that. I've heard that sermon. Just because they heard it doesn't mean it's bearing fruit. So we've got to make sure that we're guarding the word that's being sown in our heart, not allowing the enemy to come in and snatch it out, or not allowing our stony heart uh, to get in the way, receiving it with joy, but then it's very short-lived, and, and it's, it's, it's taken out very easily, uh, allowing any thorns, any anxiety, anything with the world to steal it from us. But we want to be like the last one with Mejia and the oil. 
where she's producing oil, the anointing. Isn't that a good picture? The anointing in, in her life, and it's growing and it's multiplying because she's guarding the, the word that's being sowed into her. She's guarding that seed. So it goes both ways. You have, to be a, you have to be aware of the enemy's attacks, but then you also have to make sure that you're having the correct heart at all times for the word of God to be sowing into it. Amen. Amen. You know, just to, to, to come back around real quick, you're, you're, you're growing in all these phases. Now, this would be a good question, you know, and I, I'm going to interject just a question. You know, I have a friend that's, that's, that's over here that's far away from God. Does anybody know anybody like that? We do, right? We, we, all, we all know people that are far away from God. It, you know, it's an unfortunate thing that, that we have family members that, that haven't even moved into this. They want nothing to do with God. You know, this is an atheistic society today. I mean, you know, I, I, was, I, I seen this article recently, and I don't know who I was talking with it, with it about, but there are more covenant witches, over 1.5 million witches, than there are, pro, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Presbyterians now. Is that what, what's that? Yeah, 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 Presbyterian. I believe it was Presbyterians. So there's more witches now. So we, we understand that there are people that are completely far away from God. Then, well, Pastor, then what do I do? How will they know unless they hear? How, how will they know unless they hear? If, if somebody's not sent, how will they know? You know, I heard, I heard uh, Bishop Dagg talking this, this past week. And he, be, he said, you know, when, when I grew up, that people need to hear. We are the ones that are sent. I, I, you know, we can't do it all. The go team can't do it all. You know, there's, there's got to be more people that take, to, 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 that grab a hold of that vision. That our responsibility as a church is that we all go. You know, you ever just, I don't know, you ever done this before? We don't. You, back in the day when there's phone books, you ever, you ever just call a number? Hey, I was just wondering if I could pray with you today. Anybody, do you guys do that? You ever do that, brother Don? You guys never did that. You, you'd be interested to know that people. Yeah, I need prayer. You know, and I'm not, I'm not coaxing people to you know drop random calls, but but, but please understand, we we as we as the church, have to take this serious. But we have to make sure that people hear, and then and then, in my heart, Pastor Miranda's heart, our our hearts, and I know the people that are in this house is to get them into a place and get them flowing into a life group, get them fl flowing into being active. You know, Dr. Morocco says, you know, he, he says it all the time from the pulpit. He says, my job is to make you look good on that day. My job is to make sure that when you're standing before Jesus, that, that, you, know, that you can give an account for, for the things that you've done on earth. Amen? And that, we're, that we all can play a part. Isn't that remarkable? I think that's exciting. But, and so what do we do? We, we preach the word. We share the word. So what happens, you know, guys, and I want you to catch this because what happens when you're walking somebody through, the, through these phases? You're in the trenches with them. Right? Man, you know, they're, they're like, you know, I messed up again today. You're in the trenches with them. You pray with them. You, you say, you know, what, what, you know, because we get a lot of runners in the early phases. You know, it's like, you know, this parable is, is pretty self-explanatory, really. We get, we get those runners that come in, they hear the word, and, and they're like, ah, you know, it's, it's, it's coming against my flesh. 
You know, it's, it's, this doesn't, you know, it's coming against my flesh and people run. And runners, we go after runners. But, you know, I'll, I'll stay after runners for, for a period of time. But then I know that we have, to, we have to back away and pray. You know, Brother Don and I had, had a guy that recently, you know, I'm not t- it's not to talk ill of anybody, but it's to give an example. He's, he's, been, he's been instructed what to do in a very kind way, in a very genuine kind way. The church is here to help you. Yes, we're here to help you understand this pathway. That you, you can get to a place where you're helping others rather than being somebody that needs to be helped. You guys with me? <laughs> because that's, that's what we're working towards. That you become the answer for somebody else. Amen? I'm on the other side. I, my, my, I'm close with God. I'm, I'm, I'm in lordship. So I can be a help. If somebody says, hey, pastor, you know, I, you know, somebody genuinely comes to me and says, hey, pastor, I need $100 to pay my electric bill or it's going to get shut off. It's, you know, and I know that they're genuinely, they're, they're going after things and they're working at things. That $100 is nothing. Praise God. Praise God. We've had, you know, anyway. It, it, it's, you know, it's easy to do that. What do you do with those people over here that are stuck, though, and they're, they're in this limbo? You, you, gotta, you pray for them. You check on them. You call them. You get the word in them. Because like what Pastor Miranda said, they have to see God as their source. Because, see, this is the problem. Because when people come in here and they say, you know, Pastor Brad did this for me, Pastor Brad did that for me, they're, they're missing it. <laughs> the, only, the only way I can do or help people is what God's been able to do in my own life and, what, and, God, and how God's used me to be able to release whatever. They have to see God as, 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 as the one that provided that. You know, anytime I put gas on someone's car, I said, you know, well, thank you, thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God that I had the money to be able to help you put gas in your... Thank God. Give Him the credit. Amen? Give, give Him the credit because that's where the, where the credit belongs. Amen? Yeah, I, I say you're welcome. I don't, I don't get all religious with people over stuff like that. You're, you're welcome. But, you know, I always say make sure you thank God. Amen? We're ever growing in these phases. But it's that we... We move into discipleship. And can I, say, can I say this too? Because even right here in this phase where, 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 you're, where you got saved, this is a, this is a fun place. You're, you're accelerating towards this place over here, but this is a fun place because this is where exciting things happen. After your salvation, this is where, this is where like, I believe God can do that. Or you see a miracle. You see God do something. It's like, God's real. He's real, and this is the phase where it's like you can be, and I love it, you go, go back to your first works, you can be a dangerous Christian on fire for God. At, you know, this phase you can't because you're not saved, but every phase through here, you can keep your fire. You can keep your fire. It doesn't have to be extinguished. And you know, when you start moving, and, and when you start moving into discipleship, your eyes need to begin, who can I, once I'm being discipled, who can I disciple? Who once I begin in the process of being discipled myself, who can I bring along? It's why I've given you the, the, the list of five. Because I, I believe that quickly we're going to see people brought into, brought into the house, brought into the kingdom of God. You know, you know I, I don't get hung. Will everybody that stay that comes through the door? No. No, I, you know, Pastor, that's not faith. No, not everybody will, will stay here. We've been doing this. We're going on five years here. We've had hundreds of people come through the doors. 
Some people, for whatever, you know, whether it's the preaching, whether they don't, they don't like Miranda, you know, I don't know. I'm joking, so. <laughs> it's got to be her. It's never me, so. But people will, people will look for any, anything, any, any, any past seed. You know, we've had to, you know, we've had to extinguish fires from, from week one. We were here week one. And I've got churches calling me. What kind of church are you? What do you believe in? I'm like, are you kidding me? I, I, you know, then you know, I don't know. It's it's just, I, you know, I'm not I'm not moved by by them. I'm moved by this. I'm moved by making disciples. I'm moved by what God wants us to do. And you know, I respond differently now. You know. <laughs> And, you know, Miranda and I, you know, joke about it even now because, I mean, you know, it's the, it's the one thing even, you know, even as a woman, the, you know, the women in, in, in West Virginia, you know, that, that, that the whole idea with women preachers and women ministering and stuff like that, it's, you know, people will, will get really hung up on that. They'll, they'll, they'll get really, really hung up on that. You guys can sit down. Praise God. And... Good job, Drake. Thank you. You can't be moved by what people think. You, or you can't be moved by people's flesh. Amen? We have to be moved by the Word of God. What do you do in these phases? You, you stay with people. You, you stay in the trenches with people. You get, you, you get involved somewhere. You know, I, I think Amanda started a life group recently. You know, connecting four or five people, you know. That's, that's, that's what it's going to take. Because, you know, those four or five people, they'll see somebody and says, you know what happens when, when a lot of times people get into life groups? They, they'll sit and say, you know, I got a friend that could benefit from this. That's why, it's why men's, you know, I always say, you know, we, you know our, our guys invite guys, but it's why in men's, you know, you know, you know, I know a guy that could benefit from this. I know somebody that would be okay with this. It's because we're, we're working to pull people in. Amen? We're not working to kick people out. Um, we're working to pull people in. Praise God. I, I, don't, I, I won't go into the second point for sure, but um, I'll preach that next, next week. But um, I just, Sunday night, I know it's a little unusual night because we're, we're teaching around some of this stuff. You know, if anybody has, like, a question around discipleship, now, not, not about, you know, I've got a pet that needs prayer, nothing like that. I mean, you know, if you've got a question about discipleship or you've got a question around something around this or any, anything you would like to ask, um, you know, I don't always open that up, but I, but I, I want to make sure we understand this. I know we've only, we've only talked twice about it, there's some things that I feel like we need to touch on around this. But it, it's so that we understand, A, how to make disciples and how we, how we also become disciples. Amen. Amen, Brother David. Yeah. 